Thank you for tuning into A Spirit-Led Life with HMI. We hope you enjoyed today's session with Pastor Dion Hockey. Good day and welcome to Healing Ministries International. I'm Stephen Hockey and I'm so privileged and honored to be sharing the gospel with you today. Remember to follow Healing Ministries International on all social media platforms. We are on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Parler, uh, you name it, we're there. <laughs> uh, so you can please follow us and uh, come and enjoy that which the Lord is doing through the ministry. We are live every single night on uh, Facebook and YouTube and Parlor, uh, where you can come and just listen to what we're teaching. There's also healing that takes place. We pray for the sick, pray for prayer requests, for breakthrough. So please don't hesitate. Join us in these sessions as we just glorify the the Lord even more in in everything we do. But before we dive into the word tonight, I just want to pray a a special prayer over this uh, session and over you. So close your eyes and let's, let's pray. Father, we just welcome you tonight into the studio and into this place. Father, I pray right now, Lord, that you will just come, that you will bless every single person watching. Lord, I pray right now that that, that you will just come and have your way. Holy Spirit, breathe on this word. May it just bring life. May it bring understanding, Father. I pray, Lord, that every heart will be opened. Every, every, every soul will be opened to receive that which is given. And, Lord, that the people, Lord, that they won't be offended or uh, have any negative effect on, the, on this message, Lord, but they will see the truth in, in the wilderness experience and how we benefit thereof. Father, I pray right now, Lord, uh, first of all, I want to pray for... Uh, those people or that are sick and in need of healing father if you are if you need healing i want you just quickly to stretch your hand to the camera uh, and uh, to the tv there where you are because god i feel that god wants to heal some people right now so father we pray right now Lord, I come against every spirit of infirmity in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we come against that the enemy. We come against the spirit of death. And we bind it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we lose healing. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, that those, Lord, that are in chronic conditions, Lord, that you will heal them. Those who are in hospital beds, raise them up, Father. Those who have been hit by this virus, Lord, that you will heal them and set them free in the mighty name of Jesus. Heal them deliver them. And Father, I pray that we will get great reports in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Now that God has healed you, now there's no more distractions and we can actually enjoy the Word of God together. Please, if God touched you and, you know, if God healed you, please let us know by emailing us at, uh, you know, dion at or visit uh, our Facebook page. Please let us know, inbox us so that we can rejoice with you in that which the Lord has done for you. Amen. So today I want to speak about the wilderness. And the wilderness is uh, something that the Lord placed on my heart a couple of years ago. And uh, it is something deep you know, in my heart because many people want to avoid the wilderness experience. The wilderness is something we all have to go through. It, it doesn't matter who you are because, number one, the wilderness produces character. Because... Character is so crucial in every Christian's life. The moment we receive the calling, the moment we step into our destiny and the purpose that God has for us, 
God cannot entrust us with more or give us the greater, give us, you know, we, we can't jump to the finish line because our character cannot handle it yet. So there are certain tests, certain things we have to go through in our calling, in our walk with God in order to, for Him to fully trust us with that which He has planned for us. So I want you to open your Bibles in Deuteronomy 8 verse 2. And this is powerful. Uh, it says this, Deuteronomy 8 verse 2, And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness. Remember, we're speaking about the wilderness. To what? Why would God do that? To humble you and test you. To know, I love this, to know what was in your heart whether you would keep his commandments or not. I'm going to read this again. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. See, the Lord takes us through a path. And again, the Lord takes you through the path. The, path, the Holy Spirit does it. It's not the enemy who throws you into the wilderness. This is something that is of God. And he takes you through this path specifically for, I would say, four main reasons. Number one, to humble us, to test us to get to know our hearts and to see if we will truly follow him and follow his commandments. Amen. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments because he's actually testing our hearts to see if we are willing actually to go all the way for him. Are, are we willing to lay our lives down? Are we actually willing to die to self in order to step into the destiny and plan that he has for us? And there are tests. And we need to be humbled. It's just, it's how it works. And we have to go through this. Let me show you something amazing in the scripture. Matthew 4 verse 1. Matthew 4 verse 1 says this. And some of you know this. Some of you might be shocked. But in Matthew 4 verse 1, but let me just give you some background. Jesus just got baptized a couple verses before this, the chapter before this, he is water baptized. We all know what happened. After he went down, the Holy Spirit ascended uh, upon him like a dove. The, <laughs> the heavens opened and they heard a voice saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He got up, went out of the water and look, look what happens in chapter 4 verse 1 uh, of Matthew. It says, then Jesus... Okay, listen, listen very carefully. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit. That is a capital S, meaning the Holy Spirit. So he was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness. Why? To be tempted by the devil. <laughs> so Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit to be tempted by the devil. It doesn't say, and then Jesus, you know, was led by the devil so the devil could tempt him. No, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into a wilderness, a barren place, a dry place, a place where, uh, you know, people can barely survive. He leads him into that situation. And not just that, he's, he knows that the devil is waiting there to tempt him but especially when he's going to be at his weak, weakest points. And uh, that, that's just for me, that is mind blank. So why the wilderness? Why would the Holy Spirit take us to this place, this barren place, this dry place, this uh, place where it seems like <laughs> everyone has forgotten you, this place where it feels there's, there's no 
no people there. There's no love there. It's just away from everyone else. Well, I'm here to tell you that the wilderness is a place we are all going to be led to by the Holy Spirit. But it is not a bad place. It might be a difficult place, but it is not a bad place. If you find yourself in the wilderness, as I'm speaking today, and you're identifying with some things I'm going to be speaking, you have to know that you are in the best possible place. Because that is telling me that you have stepped into your calling, number one. And then number two, God is testing you. But in this testing, He is preparing you and positioning you for your promotion. Remember what comes after the wilderness, the promised land. What's in the promised land? A land flowing with milk and honey. It's blessings. It's full. There's, it's not barren. That, that is the place we want to be. That is the place lining up for you from the wilderness. So why, why the wilderness? Your wilderness is a place where character is built. And let me tell you this, that for God, God is more interested in building your character than He is building your comfort. So before the promised land comes, He needs to make sure that your character is in place. When we go into the wilderness, it, it, it produces many things. It produces character. It produces perseverance. It produces trust in the Lord. It makes you hungry after Him and His ways. There's a lot of things and benefits that we get out of this experience. It's not just some... You know, something that the Holy Spirit takes you through so that you can quickly learn a lesson and then get out. No, there is a lot of things that happen in this place, but that positions you for future successes. If you can't handle the wilderness, you know, then then certain things that come in your future, you're not going to be able to handle it. So if we can get through the wilderness, the, those things that are lined up for us in the future are going to be a breeze and it, it, it's just going to be easy and we're going to be able to pass every other test with flying colors. Amen. So the I want to say in Exodus, we can now look at Moses. Okay, this is cool because in Exodus 3 verse 2 to 4, it says, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire. Okay, we all know the story, and this is so cool. I, I love how a bush can just be set on fire. <laughs> so there was a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, and he said to the Lord, Here I am. So there is a moment when God is going to call you into your destiny and to your purpose, okay? The, it requires certain steps. There was something that was happening. And many times God will have things happen in our lives that will cause us to shift off of the path that we are on. He will cause us and call us from a side. And we are going to have to turn. We're going to have to look. And we're going to have to go towards God's voice. Many people have the choice. You can choose. Either I'm going to go towards that voice or I'm going to run from that voice. I can ignore that voice. But the very day you choose to listen to the voice of God, especially calling to you for, you for a specific plan that He has for you, you must know, yes, it's going to be great. Uh, we know that. But we need to know that it is also going to lead into a wilderness. There's going to be a testing. 
there's going to be a lot of things that happen, but we need to be able to pass these situations, these, these testings, so that we can step into the greater glory, so that we can have a greater anointing resting upon our lives for the future to come. So we know Moses did that. He turned to God. He accepted the calling. And we can also see with Joseph that many times the calling, yes, it leads to the wilderness, but the calling might also lead to a pit. See, Joseph had a dream. And when Joseph had that dream, we know he shared it with his brothers, but the calling, you know, it led him into a different direction than what he thought. He thought it was going to be just him, all brothers bowing down to him. It's going to be, yay, life is easy and life is fun. But God had a different plan. God knew, Joseph, your character is not right for the position that I have laid before you. You are not ready for that. And there was a certain path that Joseph was taken so that he, he could develop the character, the perseverance, and everything he needed in order to stand at that great point at the end of the day. So when his dream became fulfilled, they, then we know obviously it was because of everything he went through and God being them. He learned how to fully rely on God in every circumstance of his life. If we cannot learn how to rely on God, we won't be able to stand. We won't. Even in the good times, you won't be able because you're going to start falling and you're going to start slowly fading away from His presence. And if, we f- if you find yourself fading away and not being hungry, you're going to start going back into old habits. You're going to start going back into old ways. And before you know it, you've actually departed and you've actually missed God. Amen. And you don't, you don't want the wilderness to kill you. What happened in, in the wilderness? The glory cloud you know, went before Israel. They were there. Every time the glory cloud moved, what happened? The Israel moved with them. So if the glory is moving in the wilderness, you have to take note of what God is always doing. You have to be in prayer. You have to be fasting. You have to do all that stuff. Read your Bible to see which direction is God going in. So if I'm not observing what God is doing in my life, I get left behind. And what happened to the people that didn't notice what God was doing? They decided to stay away or go their own route. The wolves got them. The thieves got them. The sun got them. There was just, you don't want to be out of the glory when you're in the wilderness. You want to be under God's protection all the time. So that's why it's so important to also take note what Joseph did, that in every situation he was in, from being in the pit to being a slave to being thrown in prison to even then becoming secondhand to Pharaoh, that now every single time he was listening to God, he was observing what God was doing, and he was always doing everything to the very best of his ability, passing every single test with flying colors. We can see even more of these great examples of people that went through the wilderness experience that just turned out to be mighty men of God. Look at David. David grew up in the wilderness and it gave him character. There was a certain character that was developed when he was looking after the sheep that, that he killed the lion, he killed the bear, he did all of that. But he was also learned how to take care. He learned how to love. He learned how to value uh, certain things that his brothers did not, did not understand. And that's why Samuel chose him. That's why God chose him because he went through that, that experience, that, that, those testings. Same with Moses. We know Moses was actually lingering around in the wilderness for about 40 years before he was even, even chosen. 
There is a certain thing about being in the wilderness where you hear the voice of God more clearer. It's when dying to self that we start developing this relationship with God that we, we didn't know we could have. It's about diving into dimensions and realms of the Lord that in, of His love and compassion, but also the other side of God, knowing His holiness, His reverence, how big He is, His glory. These things are experienced in times when you are the most hungry, the most thirsty after Him, and these are found in not great seasons. These are most of the time, these are found in wilderness tasting times of our lives where we start seeing the true power of God. Where do, where, where do we think, uh, you know, Moses experienced that that wonderful time with the Lord. It was, you know, it was on Mount Sinai that he was experiencing these wonderful things. It was in the wilderness that he was having these insane encounters with the God that even after these encounters, his face was even glowing. I don't know about you. I want to have such an encounter with the Lord that even my face glows from his presence. But even John the Baptist, let's look at John the Baptist in Luke 3 verse 2. It says that the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. That is where the word of God came to to John. We all know that there was a, a dry period of 400 years where God refused to speak to Israel. And after 400 years of silence, where did God find, uh, where did John find God? It was in the wilderness. It was breaking away. It was being found in a place where it was quiet, where he was driven to be hungry, to be thirsty. There he found God after 400 years of silence. I don't know. I can't even imagine not God speaking to me for a week and just imagine a whole nation not hearing the voice of God for 400 years. And you know what's so powerful? That John the Baptist, Jesus says that John the Baptist was the greatest of all of all the of all the prophets. And why? Because he was a man who learned how to hunger and thirst after the Lord. You can go study the word. John uh, Jesus said he was the greatest of all the prophets. That included Elijah, uh, Enoch, that included literally all of the great prophets of old. And that is what Jesus said out of his, his mouth. And Jesus cannot lie. Because John had a secret. John knew how to connect to the Father even after a 400 year silence. How powerful is that? That in the wilderness, in a quiet season, you can start identifying and start discerning the voice of the Lord again. How, do, how can we continue this life if we cannot discern the Holy Spirit, if we cannot discern His voice, His guidance, wherever He's taking us? In Exodus 13 verse 17 it says, Then it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. See, God knows that there are many people that as soon as they get saved, and as soon as they get the easy route, they as, and as soon as everything goes wrong, they're going to just run back to their old bondages. They're going to run back to everything that they, they, they were before they became saved. So, G, uh, so God had to take Israel out by the wilderness. There was an easier way. But God knew that if the, Egyptians, uh, if the Israelites see what is happening and they see that there might be war, They'll run back to their slavery. They'll, they'll run back to that which was 
holding them bound for over 400 years. See, that is the problem. Do we want the easy route and not be able to handle the tough times when they come? Or do we want to take the way of the wilderness like the Father suggested so that when the time comes, we'll be able to actually have the character, the perseverance to keep pushing on because before you is the land flowing with milk and honey, the promised land. See, the... the um, wilderness is only for a short period the wilderness was never meant for for israel to be there for 40 years the wilderness is a seasonal time in our lives it's not a place we want to live in uh, let me tell you uh, show you what i mean if you open in exodus 19 verse 1 and 2 and i see my time's already running out so we'll, we'll definitely continue with this next week but Exodus 19 verse 1 and 2 says, In the third month, after the children of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, on the same day they came to the wilderness of Sinai. For they had departed from Rephidim, had come to the wilderness, there, they have come to the wilderness of Sinai, and camped in the wilderness. So Israel camped be there before the mountain. They did not make their home before the mountain. It's very important. They set up just a camp. If you go camping, we don't go camping forever. You know, camping is but a week or two or a month or maybe for people who like to go a bit longer, uh, they'll go even three months or four months. But most of the time, a camp situation is not a living permanent situation. It is but for a season. You do not make your home in the wilderness. Some people have become so comfortable in their issues. They become so comfortable in their testings. They become so comfortable in you know just making it because they have made their home in the wilderness but God said no it is only for a season I put you here so that you can pass a test so that you can step into the promises into the land flowing with milk and honey that is what I want from you that is what you you need to do you need to pass certain tests you need to pass these things I'm placing before you so that I can bless you even more don't set your home here don't make your home in the wilderness because if you make your home here you're going to get comfortable in in just making it by he also says, you know, what I love is that they make camp by Mount Sinai. If you find yourself in the wilderness, if you find yourself in a dry and barren place at the moment, and, you know, I suggest, number one, you start praying. Because you have to start seeking the Lord with all your heart, all your soul. Because the number one reason you are actually also uh, taken there is because God wants to develop your hunger. He wants to make you hungry after Him. He wants you to actually develop this relationship with Him. Because that is what the God is after. He is after relationship. And He is not after just a set of rules. He's not after uh, how well you can you know, follow everything to the team. No, he's not after that. He wants to get to know you. So what does he do he puts a hunger and a thirst inside of you so that you may want him more that you may desire him more so what i suggest when you find yourself in the wilderness set your camp at the feet of god at his mountain at you know start praying start seeking him and i'm, I'm telling you you're gonna have encounters like you've never seen before in the wilderness that is what i said earlier that when when moses went up the mountain you know he was experiencing the glory of god and uh, I, I think I have it, but in Exodus 33, in Exodus 33, verse 
18. Let me see if I can find it. Exodus 33 verse 18. We know that he went up the mountain and he was actually speaking to God. Here it is. I found it. And he said, look, look, what, look what Moses asked. He said, please, Lord, show me your glory. He said, show me your glory. Where did he, where did he ask for this? It was in the wilderness that, that Moses was asking for the glory of God, that he was experiencing this power. Look what the father answered. He says, then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, You cannot see my face, nor uh, for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, Here is a place by me, and you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be while the glory passes by that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you um, with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take my hand away and you shall see the back, but you shall not be seen. Okay, so we know that he asked for to see the glory and what happened? The goodness of God passed by Moses. That's what it says. And the goodness of God passed by him. The moment you're in the wilderness, you're going to see the goodness of God in a way you have never seen before. You're going to see his provisions. You're going to see his love. Yes, there are tastings. Yes, there's dryness. Yes, there's barrenness. Yes, there's all of that stuff. But you are going to have encounters. You're going to have goodness. And you're going to have all the things that you've, you've, you haven't seen before because you're going to be so hungry and thirsty after him but i'm going to stop there for this week and we'll continue next week on the wilderness i would love to pray for you and just bless you uh, today uh, as uh, many of you might find yourself in this experience in the wilderness right now and you don't know what to do you don't know which way to go left or right and i'm going to ask god to just guide you because i know a lot of people are struggling i know a lot of people are finding themselves in difficult places but this is only for a season, friend. This is only for but a time. Your promised land is on the horizon. So if that is you, I want you to stretch your hands towards the TV and I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for all the viewers that are watching from all around the world, Lord. I pray right now, Lord, for all those who might see themselves in the wilderness and have found that they have made their home there. Father, I pray right now, Lord, that we know it's only but a season and that you have the promised land right around the corner for them. So, Father, I pray that you will place a hunger in every single person watching, Lord, that they will pray, that they will read their Bible, that they will worship you and praise you with all of their hearts and all of their souls. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, go with them. Let your glory pass by them. May your goodness just go before them, Lord. And may they have encounters with you like they've never experienced before. May they shine and may they glow of the glory of God because of your goodness in the mighty name of Jesus. We, Lord, we declare right now, every person that is down, every person that feels empty, Lord, may they be filled and may they go out with full power and boldness, Lord, to pass these taste with flying colors that they may step into your promised land in the mighty name of Jesus. If you agree with that prayer, come on, say amen and amen. Hallelujah. We will continue with this uh, next week. And 
I just want to also say, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all of that stuff. We'll tune in next week. We love you guys. Have an awesome week. God bless. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost, by visiting our website, www.dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information on the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.